When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fence side. All right, Dolphins fans, I'm Paul Pickin. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of On the Fin Side. Remember to follow our show on YouTube, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, and more, as well as on Facebook and Twitter at On the Fin Side. This past week, we kicked off our draft coverage, and today we kick it in full swing as we're sitting down with former UConn safety and projected first-round draft pick, Obi Melifon. Obi, thanks for joining us today, and welcome to the show. How are you doing today, man? Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the interview, and I'm, and I'm, I'm having a great day. I'm glad to have you here. I know you got a pretty busy schedule with everything going on. Before we dive too far into that, I just want to give our listeners a little bit of an idea about who you are. One of the things that I've noticed a lot in a lot of the interviews you do, you're always going out of your way to thank a lot of folks that have helped you get to where you're at today throughout the process. I know you were born in London. You grew up in Massachusetts. Let our listeners know a little bit about who you are and where you came from. Like you said, I'm, I was born in London. I, I live in Massachusetts right now. I do give a lot of things, first of all, to God and to my family and friends because growing up, I've had a lot of support. I started playing Top Warner at nine years old. I've been playing football ever since. And I've just been been enjoying the process, enjoying everything that's going on. And, I mean, my family is a big part of that. I have three brothers and one sister. So I'm a big family guy. And, and, I mean, my mom is my rock. So that's definitely... Those are definitely my, really my core values, really. Now, you talked about Pop Warner and you talked about your mom being your rock. I know I talked to her a couple of times in the past. One story that she told me, and, it, and I kind of want to let you tell this, but when you first decided you wanted to play football, I know you brought a form home for her to sign, and uh, she wasn't too keen on it. What happened yeah. there? <laughs> so when I, was, when I was about eight years old, I, I, I brought this form to my mom because Pop Warner signed up sheet. And she ended up throwing it away, actually, in front of my face. She thought it was too dangerous. She, you know, being her son, she didn't want me to get hurt. And I was really taken back by that because, I mean, football is something I wanted to do at a young age. I feel like it's something that I've had passion for since then. So the next year, I ended up bringing her two forms, two sheets, and she threw away the first one. And then um, the second one, I pulled out the second one, and she ended up signing it. Because I feel like at that point, she knew I was, I was serious about it. So she ended up signing it, and I've been playing football ever since. You definitely paved the way. Uh, I know you talked about you had brothers and sister. Um, I know your brother's going to play for Syracuse this coming season. What advice would you give to them based on your experiences thus far in, in, in this whole crazy process out there? The advice I would give them, uh, if I could actually, I talk to them a lot, is to just enjoy the process. I'm taking one day at a time and just know where you want to get to and, and don't let don't let distractions, don't let people tell you what you can and can't do. And just focus on focus on what you have at hand. Trust God, trust the process and really trust the people around you and, 
and try to attract the right people. Try to attract people that, that have the same goals as you and and go from there. Now, heading into the year, you were ranked somewhere around 350 on CBS's big board before the season. Now, most folks have you going in the first round of, of most of the mock drafts. What is that rise in the attention you've gotten? I know it really amped up leading up to the Senior Bowl. I know Mike Mayock put a lot out on NFL Network, which really puts you on a lot of people's radars. And then you went to the Combine and completely destroyed everything there. What has that meant to you, and what's that been like for you? It's meant a lot to me, but honestly, I don't. I really try not to pay attention to that. Even going into the season, I didn't really look at any of that stuff. And, and now hearing a lot about it, I really just let my agent focus on that. I just saw my agent handle all that because at the end of the day, I'm not in the rooms, I'm not in the draft rooms, I'm not, I'm not a, a news reporter, and and those and those people weren't went around helping me out get to where I need to get to now. So I just, I just really keep my head down and, and focus on what I got to focus on, and really try not to pay attention to to too much of that stuff. Because like I said, I feel like if it's meant to be, I'll find the right fit. God has the right fit for me, and and like I said, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just go from there. Now. You've met with a lot of teams thus far. I know a lot of teams have, have reached out to you, et cetera. I know some have been reported, some may not have been. And without naming any names, I know there's a lot of odd questions that, that get asked of, of the prospects throughout the process, sometimes to kind of set them off guard, et cetera. And without naming any names, what what's the oddest question that you've been asked throughout this entire process? Actually, I really, I really haven't gotten asked, asked any odd questions like that. Maybe the most, for me, most difficult question I've been asked is where I feel more comfortable playing in the post or playing in, in the box. And for me, that's a yeah. hard question. I feel comfortable playing both. So that's honestly the, probably the hardest question I, I, I get. That's understandable. And I know, actually, that kind of leads me into my next question anyway, which is there's been a lot of talk about where you're going to play in the NFL. I know at your pro day, you worked out a corner, you worked out a safety. I know there's been a few folks that floated out there, the possibility that you may even be a best fitted outside linebacker. I've always viewed you as a safety first. I know you've mentioned that a little bit, but where do you see yourself when you, when you get to the NFL this coming season playing predominantly? Playing predominantly? I probably see myself playing predominantly as a safety, but, but then again, I think I'm a player that, that can fit a lot of teams. With especially with my versatility, so I see myself playing safety, but I could also play a lot of different things where that fits me within that team. Now, looking at your combine performances, we just talked about workouts. You ran the four four and the forty. You ran, the, you jumped the eleven nine, which was the longest broad jump other than Byron's long jump a couple of years ago in the history of the combine. I know you're vertical. You were the best amongst all positions at 44 inches this year and last year, fourth best all time at the combine. But I've got to ask you about this. I'm sure somebody else has at this point. When you came down from that 44-inch vertical and you heard your number, the look of almost disappointment and disgust on your face, what was going through your mind? I'm my biggest critic. I feel like I'm my biggest motivator. I want to be, I want to start to be the best. I want to start to be the best in everything I do. I don't, I don't like to lose. Uh, I have a competitive drive in me. And going going into the combine, I mean, ever since I saw Byron jump that jump that forty four and a half, I was I really wanted to I wanted to break the record. I wanted to break. I wanted to jump forty seven, break the record. So going into training, that was really my goal. And I mean, stepping on stepping stepping into Lucas Oil Stadium, that was my goal to break the record to jump forty seven. So I was I thought I hit the mark. So I was really just waiting. I was just waiting for them to say forty seven. And they didn't, and they said 44. So I was a little, I was a little disappointed. I was not really disappointed, 
because 44 is still a great jump, and I and I, I honestly can't still can't believe I jumped 44 because that's ridiculous in itself. But I I definitely wanted to break the record. That's why that's why I made that face. Well, to, to be fair, with you being six four, the the forty four inch vertical still does reach a little bit higher than Byron's forty four and a half. So I mean, you you can take that away a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, looking ahead to the NFL, what what are some goals that you may have already in your mind for the, for the upcoming year as as a rookie? Well, I, I I would like I would like to get on the field. I'd like to po- hopefully potentially start. And one of my goals is to be a defensive rookie of the year if the opportunity presents itself. Um, that's, that's probably my biggest goal this year. But if that doesn't present itself, just, just to be just to be a guy that people can count on, be accountable and just be just really be a playmaker and, and help and help the team in a new cat. Most of our listener base, they're they're Dolphins fans. And I'm I'm gonna have to ask you this. You're you're sitting there on the board and you happen to still be available at twenty two, which I'm very happy for you in what I've seen that there are mock drafts where you are no longer sitting there at 22, but you're sitting there at 22. The Dolphins do have a need at safety. You have the opportunity to say something to them to convince them to draft you. What would you tell these guys? I would tell them if I was still sitting there at 22, I would tell them drafting, drafting me in the first round, drafting me as a safety to the team would probably be the best, be the best decision they've ever made in this draft because I, like I said, I offer a lot to the team. I'm a guy that's accountable. I'm a guy that's, that's dependable. I, I, I love to learn. I think I'm a student of the game. I think I can watch this. There's, there's a, my ceiling hasn't even been close to reach, and there's, there's a lot of potential. There's still a lot of potential in me, and I'm still a good player. So, I mean, the sky, if they drafted me, the sky would be the limit for me and also, and also the team. What would you view as, A, your biggest strengths on the field, and B, the areas of your game that you know you need to work on? My biggest strengths would probably be, be my range. I think I'm a guy that can cover a lot of ground. My biggest weaknesses would probably be just, I think because I'm new, new to the position. I've only been playing it for four years. I got, I got drafted as, a, as an athlete. So I think it's still I'm still coming to, coming into the position. I'm still a raw safety. So I think my my weaknesses will just is just really is just really experience. I think as as time goes on, as I learn more about learn more about the defense and learn more about um, being a safety and and what it takes to be a great safety, then I'll become a great safety. But definitely just probably definitely just experience. Because I know I was I was the fourth starter, but but it's still it's still a new position to me. Yeah, and, and and I will tell you off offhand, I, I happened to be at the spring game before your freshman year, and I remember there were a lot of players on, on the UConn roster that we had heard about and were watching, and you jumped right off off the tape almost on the field out there in that spring game. So that was that was definitely an exciting thing to see because it was like, wait, who is this giant safety back there that's covering all this ground? So yeah. congratulations to you on, on the way you've developed throughout the, your career at UConn. Thank you. Um, one thing I do want to ask you, because I know this does get important at the next level. I know looking at your agency with o- OTG Sports, I know it's one of their core values, it seems. What can fans and teams expect from you in the community once you're drafted? I know a lot of players get involved out there. And, and I'm curious to see what folks can expect from you in that aspect. Oh, I want to do so I want to do so much in the community. I think I think one of my values too is to give back to others. I think this game, this game, it allows you to allows you to reach out to a lot of different people, and what they can expect me from from me in the community is just giving back and being a guy that being a guy that a lot of people can can look up to for advice, um, can follow, can really follow from my experiences, um, and just really just lead the way, really. 
just a couple more real quick questions for you here. That kind of leads me to, I know your Twitter bio reads, God first, others second, me third. And that seems to be encompassed in a lot of what we've talked about here. But what does that that actually mean to you? What it means to me is I was I was fortunate enough, I was blessed enough to be put on this earth for, for a reason. I think that God has blessed me with the with the talent I have and and he's blessed me to do things with it and, and to help other people. So he definitely comes first. And every day I wake up I thank him for, for another day. And then other second, just meaning I'm just just putting others before yourself, just thinking about others before yourself. Whether it's helping somebody else, holding the door for somebody else, being there for somebody else, because everybody needs somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. And then just, and just me coming last, and and knowing that if I put those two things first, then then everything else would be okay, and everything else would fall into place. One one last football question, then I have another question to ask you that nobody gets away from the show without answering. Whether it's the Dolphins CEO Tom Garfinkel, whether it's Sam Madison, everybody's had to answer the, this the last question. But I have to ask you. You're out on the field on game day, your rookie season. You got to cover Rob Gronkowski, one of the most freakish athletes in the game. Who wins? Oh, me, of course. <laughs> I know a lot of Dolphins fans are going to be happy hearing that. I don't, I don't, I don't back down from nothing. So that, that I know he's he's one of the he's one of the most respected titans in the league, and that would be a great matchup. But I mean, I, I, it wouldn't be right to say him. So I, I say me. All right, last question for you. You're riding around in your car. You've got the windows down. You've got your music player hooked up to the stereo. You're you're playing all all the different songs you have out there on shuffle. What's the one song you have on your iPod or your phone that you really pray does not come up next in that shuffle when you pull up to that red light and you see people standing there looking at you? <laughs> does not come up in the in the, in the, in the oh man. Hmm. I got to think about this one. Uh, Man, oh, I got it. I got All right. it. Uh, it's um, it's definitely just it's definitely Justin Bieber. Okay. Justin Bieber. Um, really, I feel like really any Justin Bieber song. I, I guess I listened to a little bit of Justin Bieber. Um, so probably um, I can't think of the I can't think of the song right now. Well, I mean, you you could always sing us a few bars if you really wanted to, but you know, I won't put you on the spot there. <laughs> uh. I think it's called Love Yourself by Justin Bieber. Oh, okay, yep. I know exactly which one you mean. Yeah. All right, Obi. So is is there anyone out there that or anything you want to make sure people follow with you or you want to thank or anything before we uh, wrap this up? Again, I'd just like to obviously obviously thank the man up above for blessing me with the opportunity to to be able to talk to talk to guys like you and, and reach out to reach out to fans and hopefully help a team out. I'd also like to thank my fam- my family, friends, my mom, uh, my brothers, Michael, my sister Jennifer, and my two younger brothers, Nasuni Fatu. And I mean, to all the fans out there, thank you for supporting me. I mean, you just make it you make it that much better to to go out there and do what I do every day, to work hard every day, and to try to be the best every day. And and I mean, to just keep following me, keep supporting me, and and to never really really just to keep supporting me. Fair enough. Well, Obi, big thank you for me for joining the show. For those listening out there, make sure you follow Obi out there on Twitter at Obi One and Only. And you can also follow our show out on Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and, and a lot of other places. And for those listening, if it's not on the right side, it's not on the left side, it is on the thin side. So, Odie, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the thin side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the thin side. Look, 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money. 